So somewhere I got something in my mind this morning at the 7.30 Mass um, that um, I'm going to have to figure out later with a calculator. How many times have we been in church in our lifetime? I mean, think about that. We're going to have to figure it out. If we just go on Sundays, then we take our age, multiply it by 52. If we go Sundays and holy days, 58. If we go weekdays, keep adding, you know, and then weddings and baptisms and funerals and, and other events, first communions, holy um, confirmations, all these things that are, you know, we've been to church a lot. And I think that's great. And here's why. Why do we come? Because we want to get it right. We want to get it right. We've been challenged to, to, to be ready. Be uh, uh, awake. Stay awake because we don't know the day or the hour and we want to make sure we got it right. And so we keep coming. What are we trying to get right? We're just trying to get right what God wants of us, what the Holy Spirit's calling us to be, who the Holy Spirit wants us to imitate, how we're supposed to get from this place where we sometimes ground our feet and our lives too, too much to the world in which we're to give up at all, all of it and to follow the Lord. You know, eventually somewhere in our lifetime, the Holy Spirit will continue to impart his grace into us where it will take over and we'll get it right. One day we'll be like those first apostles and drop our nets and our boats and everything and leave it behind to follow the Lord. The assurance is that Paul says that when that day comes, if you listen carefully to that second reading, we're all going. Now, will we all get in? <laughs> Ask the question. We're all going. We're all going to heaven. Paul says on that, when that trumpet angel blows his, his, when the angel blows his trumpet and, and, the, and the world comes to an end and the Lord God comes to reign uh, in, his, in his majesty, we're all going to be caught up in the air, the dead, the living, the good, the bad, the, the happy, the sad, the dark, the light of, of, of our souls. We're all going, but we have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ to make sure that we give an accountability. So we keep coming. We come week after week to give thanks to God in Eucharist. To receive that, that the body and blood, if you eat my body and drink my blood, you will have life within you. Nourishment for our souls, manna from the desert, the body and blood of Christ of the Last Supper. We come so that we can enter into the presence of the Father. We can offer our spiritual praise and give ourselves totally to Jesus Christ and leave here empowered by the Holy Spirit in another week, another effort to get it right. And we probably won't get it right, so we'll see you next week. And that's fine. I think that's wonderful. Because God's inviting us. You know, we always have to keep in mind, where are we? We are in God's house. This is, our, this is God. He says, what is this in my house of prayer? What prayer do we have other than to please, Lord, take me with you? Like the repentant thief on that cross, last minute, only knew Jesus for an hour, and he spends the rest of paradise, the rest of his life in paradise. So we want to get it right. So we've been looking at ourselves. What, what, what about us? The first week we looked and we, and we were challenged by the scriptures to say, do we love as God loves? Can we take away the, the, the prejudice, the, the, the pride, the, the, the angers, the frustrations, the differences between us so that we can see God in, in, in each other? Last week we were 
challenged by the scriptures to become authentic Christians, to really sync our words, our deeds, and, and our actions so that we can reflect the presence of God among all people. And this week, he's challenging us to look deep inside to see if we're prepared to go to his world or stay in this one. Wise enough to know that he's coming for us or foolish enough to not believe it's happening. You know, we have these people who are, it, it, it gets dark. And, and, and the groom is, the bridegroom is long delayed. You know, one Sunday I watched a, a, a mother and her little child running through the lobby. I mean, they were running. We weren't, we weren't even coming down the aisle yet. And I always say to people, you're never late until I sit down. <laughs> but I said to her, why are you running? You know, well, you know, I don't want to be late. I don't want to miss it. That's a great attitude. But at the same time, we say, well, what are you running for? He said he'd be right back, and it's 2,000 years later. You know, we can take either, either side. But we're supposed to be ready. We're supposed to be prepared because we don't know the day or the hour, Jesus says. So what are we prepared for? Are we prepared to, to stay based and, and, and grounded in this world? Or are we prepared to move forward into the next? This week I was reading something and I, somebody asked me for a copy. I have no idea where I found it. But it said this, when the time comes, when, when Christ comes, God's not going to ask us what kind of fancy car we drove. He's going to ask us how many people did we put in that car and take them to the places they needed to go. Practices, schools, hospitals, doctor's appointments, church, work. He's not going to ask us how many fancy clothes we have in our closet. He's going to ask us how many of those clothes are we giving to those who have none. He's not going to ask us how many material possessions we had, but whether we use those, if those material possessions were so, um, if we allowed them to dictate how we lived, that we couldn't live without them. God's not going to ask us how many, um, how high our salary was. He's going to ask us if we trampled over people to get to that salary. He's not going to ask us how much overtime we put in at work, but how much overtime we put in with our family. He's not going to ask us how many promotions we receive, but how did, what did we do to promote others? He's not going to ask us what our job title was. He just wants to know if we perform that job well and to our best ability. He won't ask us what our parents did to help us. He's going to ask us what we did to help our parents. He's not going to ask us what we did to help ourselves, but what have we done to help others? He won't ask us how many friends we had, but how many friends did we make? How many did we reach out to? He won't ask us if we protected our own rights, but did we protect the rights of others? He won't ask us how many times we told the truth, but he will tell us how many times we lied. And he won't ask us how many times our deeds matched our words, but he'll tell us how many times they didn't. 
So there's a reason. There's good reason for us to come back. There's good reason for us to be here together, you and I who struggle, you and I who look for that strength, you and I who want to stay awake, who want to be prepared, who want to be caught up with the Lord in those clouds so that we can be with him forever. And so we love, and we're authentic, and we are prepared.